Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the Youth Voters Podcast. My name is Sam Kaufman. I am super duper excited to be starting this project, to be doing this with you, to be walking through these issues and topics with you, because I think it's needed. I think our generation um, is not just coming up in politics. We are the leaders. And I think my personal thoughts is that we need to lead. There's an absence of leadership right now, and it's going to be us eventually, so it might as well be us now. Um, this very first episode, I wanted to get this out to you. I had, here is a, a commercial for not trying to fix your own computer problems when you are not well-versed in computers, because that means you cannot start your podcast when you wanted to. So I had to get my computer fixed before I could speak with you all and we could wa- start walking through, we'll start walking through the Youth Voters podcast, but it's fixed. We're good to go now. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but when I am recording it, it is January. It is the morning of January 20th, 2021. It is 6, 10 a.m. on Inauguration Day. And it's a big, big, big day in our country. It is a day that many thought would never come, that many needed to come a long time ago. Many tried to stop from happening and coming. Um, so it's it's going to be a big day, you know. By the time you listen to this, we might have already seen, you know, there's lots of questions swirling Inauguration Day today. Um, we are two weeks away from the January 6th Capitol riots um, where we saw a mob of Trump supporters incited by the president um, go and storm our Capitol, the seat of American democracy, because they wanted to overrule the Electoral College vote. Um, Unfortunately, and actually Senator McConnell, who is currently for the last, I mean, I think until at least tomorrow, um, is the majority leader um, of the Senate. He said the mob was lied to, and I think that that's a really good interpretation of the facts is that the mob was lied to. It was not constitutional. If they wanted Trump to win, then they should have campaigned harder for him back in November. I mean, the the, the will of the people is the will of the people. It doesn't stop just because you don't like it. And so it, there was just a supreme misunderstanding of what that certification of the Electoral College vote was. There was a supreme misunderstanding of what they could even do. And um, their revolution ended in shambles because all across the country, we're seeing news stories of them getting arrested. You know, we're seeing the podiums that they uh tried to get away with well they did get away with but they have been returned to the capitol i don't know if you saw um pelosi's uh, excuse me speaker pelosi's podium that she uses to do press conferences sometimes um, was stolen by a guy that looked like the the scandinavian dude from the shop off frozen um he stole it but then they when they arrested him they brought it back so it's back safe and sound in the capital once again and so we're seeing 
the inauguration day, which is the fulfillment of the will of the people of 81 million voters, I think it was, of, you know, a huge amount of voters, an exciting number of voters voted in 2020. Um, and, but we're also seeing a day that, you know, thousands two weeks ago wanted to try to stop, to prevent. And what does that look like that, um, what does it look like that people that this day is going on anyway? You know, I think it speaks to the strength of our constitution, to the strength of our democracy. Um, we saw on the very night of the January 6th Capitol riots that they, 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 you know, the people's and, and Senator McConnell probably said it best. The people's will was not even overturned one night. You know, we finished this tonight. It was 4 a.m. by the time they finished. I'm sure they all went to bed um, by the time they finished certifying the Electoral College vote. And so it, this day is a really interesting, um, not only contrast from what Inauguration Day has been before, but an interesting an important day to go over to, I don't know, what's the, to highlight, highlight's the right word, to highlight the strength of our democracy, the strength of a democratic people democratically electing a president. And in four years, we'll do it again. And we'll have another inauguration day, maybe of Joe Biden, maybe of someone else. We don't know. Whoever the democratic electoral college process defines as the president, that's who we're going to inaugurate. It's who we've done for 200 off 200 so years and it's who we'll keep doing now, you know? And so, um, inauguration day, just to go over, I just want to wish you a happy inauguration day. First of all, if you're listening to it later today, um, inauguration day is the day that we, that the president and the vice president takes their oath of office. They lay their hand on a Bible held by before now their wives today we'll see a, the second gentleman Doug Imhoff hold the bible well i imagine who will i don't know but hold the bible for Kamala Harris his uh the vice president elect and his wife um they will take their oath of office today they will lay their hand on the bible and they at 12 noon they will become the president and the vice president um but we are also seeing this day be very, very, very different from what we've ever seen in the past. From as far as I'm 18, I was born in 2002, very different from what I've ever seen. The former president, Donald Trump, is leaving Washington as a sore loser. And I'll be honest with you, and I am going to try my very, very hardest not to put too many of my own personal feelings. I might put my own personal spin or personal anecdote or just give you some interesting thoughts. But, you know, as far as and, and we're past the election a little bit, so it's not as hard. You know, I definitely before the election, when I was doing anything, when I was trying to promote youth voters at all, um, I was trying to keep my personal feelings out of it because your vote needs to be your absolute your own vote and nobody else's. And so I wanted to be really, really careful about that. Now, here, I am also going to try to keep lots of my opinions out of it. <clears throat> I don't know if I'll be able to do that the whole time, maybe. Um, that's funny, but but I'm going to try my hardest. But I do also want to be honest with you, and, and, you know, if you want to, because you need to be where you're getting your information from, and we'll have a whole episode on this later, actually. Uh, but where you're getting your information from, you need to read into where that source is. So this source is a per source that voted for Biden. I did, I'll be honest. Um, but I'm all, I 
didn't really vote for lots of Democrats down the ballot. You know, I voted for, I think, uh, two um, out of however many races I voted in. And so I, I'll i be honest, my personal journey into politics is very I'm middle of the road and I don't know which way I want to go because I was just absolutely appalled by Trump and his rhetoric and his policies and his just general demeanor, um, just to be honest. So we're seeing, so I'm going to try my hardest not to put in too many of my own thoughts. Um, but you know, you give us feed, you give me feedback, put a review in the podcast link you know, let us know if it's too much or it's too little or you want to know or you don't, whatever. Um, but I am going to just say that I think Trump is a sore loser because he is leaving today in about an hour and 40 minutes. He is his office is his the press office of the United, of the Trump White House, at least, is saying that he is leaving at 8 a.m. Um, and he is flying back to uh, Mar-a-Lago, his estate in Florida. Um, he was supposed to have this big final send off grand send off. I don't know how that's going to go because as far as I heard, there's not many people that want to be associated with this president anymore. So I don't know. And, 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 you know, he has an impeachment trial looming over him. We'll talk about that later as well, but not many people want to be associated with the president. Even Republicans don't want to be associated with this president. And um, so he is leaving office today. He is never, he right now, he is about literally a block and a half, two blocks away from where Biden is sleeping. I mean, I, I hope that they're still sleeping. They should, just, they kind of both deserve a sleep in, a sleeping in, but because um, it's 620 in the morning, by the way, when I'm recording this. Um, they are about two blocks away from each other, but they will not speak. Um, the last time I imagine they spoke was the debate, and they didn't really speak to each other. They just kind of yelled at each other. I'm sure we all remember the debates. Um, so it's very interesting that they're really close together, but yet they will never speak to it. As far as we know, they will never and have never spoken to each other. Um, but nevertheless, and I think that this goes back to the strength of our Constitution, you know, and I think that this goes back to the to the difference of inauguration day today, you know, the former president will not be there to hand things over to, to, um, you know, help the people move on. You know, something when I watched, um, I love the musical Hamilton. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's amazing. Um, but George Washington, the actor who plays George Washington, there's a song called one last time. And he talks about the decision to, which obviously this is not the real George Washington, but bear with me. Um, he's talking about the decision to move on, to to not run for another term, to run for he ran for two terms, and then he said, "I'm not move, I'm not running again. I'm 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 gonna move on, and I'm going to help the people move on." And I think that that's been something that you know, especially let's talk about the inauguration of Trump. Obama was there. Obama, you know, and Obama and. First Lady Michelle Obama welcomed uh, Donald and Melania Trump to the White House and very, very different men, very, very different policies, people, parties, whatever. I mean, just different overall, but they still did the traditions. They still handed things over. They still, you know, Obama was at his inaugural, was at Trump's inauguration because it's important. I think that Obama knew 
Well, and I think that every president knows it's important for my supporters, especially when there's been, you know, it, it goes from a Democratic president to a Republican president or vice versa, especially when there's been a, a change in party. It's still important for the people to know that I'm moving on as well. I, you know, the nation needs to move on to this new president and they need to accept his presidency, accept the validity of it. And I just think that because that hasn't happened, it's ruined our ability you know, it's going to, we have a huge unification process to come back to. We have a huge process and, and, and sorry, Joe Biden, there's going to be people today. I'm sure I'll, I need to stay off Facebook today because there's going to be people that say not my president and all that bull crap. It was bull crap four years ago and it's bull crap now. And we are, uh, we are not an explicit podcast. So I use the word bull crap, even if you want to use a darker word. <clears throat> anyway, back to regular scheduled programming. You know, it was bullcrap four years ago. It's bullcrap now. And we're going to see that today. And so, so Joe Biden is kind of already starting less. I think that he's starting a little bit less because, you know, none of his cabinet is confirmed yet. And we're seeing that we're, t I mean, we're two weeks away from a riot that tried to overthrow his presidency. And so I just think that this day means that we are, even if we're crawling, we are moving forward. You know, even if we're, we're you know, we might not be skipping with glee like we have in other years, but even if we're crawling, our, our democracy is still moving forward as it always has, as it has for however, 200, however many years. I don't know what 2021 minus 1776. I don't know. You do the math. It is inauguration day. Make sure that you watch all of the inaugural festivities. I will be just because even if you don't like the president or even if you don't like the incoming president, I think that inauguration is just super duper cool. Now I'm biased because I am political everything and I love it all. Um, but make sure you at least watch his speech, you know, kind of, and make sure you watch any important news stories that come out of this day. We'll see what happens. But some news stories that I do want you to know, but I also want you to go and find more. Um, you know, something very important that youth need to do is start reading the news. Um, there's some good TikTokers that you can search on TikTok. If you just want to get 60 seconds of the news, there's some good TikTokers that will share the news with you. Uh, if you do like to read articles, you know, there's, I really, really enjoy reading the New York Times. I use, that's my usually go-to place for news. Um, but the nice thing, especially if you have an iPhone, the nice thing about reading Apple News is that you get lots of different sources. So make sure you visit something like that. Make sure you visit, get some news stories. A couple that I want you to know that Biden, technically the inaugural festivities have already started, but they started very differently than any other inauguration probably has. And it is with a like morning service um, that is morning, M-O-U-R-N, um, for the 400,000 we have lost to COVID. Um, that's, I just really can't believe that. Um, I just lost someone that I knew personally, and it was actually one of the first deaths that I've known, like personally spent time with. He was a really great mentor to me. And so I, I'm kind of feeling that a little bit right now. Um, so the fact that he started with mourning the loss, um, I think that that's, it just gives you a picture of, you know, what this inauguration is going to be. There is no parade today. There is no huge crowd today that the National Mall, which would usually be filled with supporters of the president or government people or people, um, 
or whoever's been being being inaugurated um there they have flags out from each 50 from all the 50 states there is no supporters going to be you know there's no huge crowd because we're in it we are still in a pandemic you know the vaccine i cannot wait to get my personal again personal thoughts personal thoughts um i cannot wait to get my vaccine i'm super duper excited um but i think it's you know i Again, it shows the difference of this day compared to what it has been. So I do want you to go look at those images. Go look at the um, images of those. And I those lamps are still there as far as I know. And there's lamps along the National Mall, along the reflecting pool between the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial, one of my favorite places in the world. Um, and the fact that Biden started with that morning, he, he, he did say, you know, to heal, to come together, we have to mourn the loss. And I think that that's very important. We do need to mourn the loss. You know, there's lots of politics surrounding COVID. Um, and unfortunately, there's lots of politics surrounding COVID, you know, mask wearing, vaccine wearing, conspiracy theories, you know, who did what right or not, correct or not. Um, but I think that something that we haven't done, and, and I would argue that the former president, or, well, I guess he's still the current president at the time of my recording this. Um, Trump has not really helped that along. You know, he's not really acknowledged the loss. And so um, maybe maybe this will help. Maybe acknowledging the loss will help us move forward together in unity. We'll see. Um, so, again, Trump is leaving, our, leaving in about two hours. He will leave at 8 o'clock. He will fly to Andrews Air Force Base in Maryland, which is just a short little helicopter ride from the White House, and he will head to um, Mar-a-Lago on Air Force One. Again, if he would have weighed, if he would have went to the inauguration and then flew home as every other president has done, he would have had to ask Biden to use the plane since Trump would not technically be the president anymore and would not just, you know, get to use the plane for whatever he wants. Um so obviously, you know, I think both sides can can agree that that probably wasn't going to happen. So um, he is he while he still has full use of the plane for whatever he wants, he is using it to um, fly home early this morning. Um, now, Vice President Pence, on the other hand, who we've seen really step up in the last two weeks, um, is staying to attend the inauguration. His family will be there. He will be there. Um and, you know, I want to question what kind of example this sets for our generation. You know, we tell kindergartners not to be a sore loser. Um, and the example that Pence is has to, has to, which, I mean, you know, Joe Biden was at Donald Trump's inauguration four years ago because he was the vice president to Obama. You know, the vice president's usually always there, I imagine. Um, I mean, I haven't scoured the history books, but maybe find an example of them not being there and send it to me. Um you know, what kind of example does it set for our generation to be such a sore loser <laughs> to that Pence has to step up? Um, you know, I think that there's things above pol This podcast is obviously political, but I think that there's things above politics. And I think that one of the things that's above politics is the transfer of power. You know, that is like deep American democracy foundational stuff. And if we don't do it, then, you know, what happens? Now, luckily, the Constitution says you know, Trump's out anyway. Um, my government teacher, shout out to Mr. Howell. Um, he said, he says something funny and that, you know, if Trump tries to stay in the white house, let's say Trump tries to stay in the white house today, 
no one's going to question it until 1201. And then they're going to ask him, like, are you here on a tour? Because he does not become president. He is out of the presidency on January 20th at noon. That's it. That the Constitution says January 20th at noon. Trump's going to be asked if he's on a tour, if he tries to stay in the White House. Okay. Like he does not, there's nothing that he can do to stop Joe Biden from coming, becoming president. There's never been anything he could do, first of all, but especially now there's nothing he can do. So, you know, Joe Biden will become president either way today, but what does it say that we're not, um, you know, we're not doing this peaceful transition of power that we've seen most other presidents do. I don't want to say every other because I read the article. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've been seeing that there have been a couple of presidents that have not attended their incoming president's inauguration. You know, but was it right? No, it wasn't right. We have a peaceful transfer of power for a reason. Too bad if you lose. Tough luck. You still committed to something greater than yourself. You still took an office. You still took an oath in office to the people of America, not to yourself. So attend the so thank you pence for attending the inauguration even when uh donald trump is not but like i said that's up but like i said i'll try to keep my own opinions out of it even though i just didn't just now but again i do want you to question what kind of precedent does this set what kind of example does this set and as we continue in this topic of you know youth voters and our generation you know, are we going to be the ones that kind of restore this institution? Now, I hope that someone else does. I mean, we do have a long way. I mean, we all at least have 20 years until we can even run for president by the Constitution's age standard. So, you know, our, I hope someone else restores the, the, the weight of the institution of transferring power. But if it's up to us, are we going to do it? You know, are we going to hold the same reverence for our democracy that former generations did? I don't know. I hope that we do. I hope that others do as well. But I do want you to question, what kind of example does this set for me? And am I going to follow it? Yes or no? The very last thing that I want to tell you about is that a very funny story that came out today or yesterday, Biden has a Peloton. Uh, sources have been saying that it is usually a, a fight. I don't want to say fight, a debate, an argument with J Dr. Bell, Dr. Jill Biden uh, current, uh, incoming first lady and vice president Joe Biden going to be president Joe Biden in about six hours, um, based on who gets to ride the Peloton first. So they do love their Peloton, but unfortunately, um, there have been some national security experts that have questioned if he can have a Peloton in the white house because of its connectability. Um, so I don't know. I, I imagine they'll let him bring whatever he wants. I mean, he's the president, but we will see if he gets to bring his Peloton. I think that that's, I actually, actually, if he can't bring it, I'll take it because I death dearly want a Peloton so bad. I just think that they look cool and fun. And when I go to cycling classes at the Y, I feel like the coolest person ever. So if I could just have a Peloton at my house, that'd be great. Um, but I think that we will see him use his Peloton, but keep an eye out for that. Will he get to, have his Peloton at the White House? Will he get to move in? We'll see. I don't know. National security experts worry about someone hacking into it, but I imagine that he can still have it or, you know, just disconnect the ethernet. I don't know. I don't have a Peloton. I don't know how it works. Well, thank you so much for joining us for the very 
first joining me for the very first episode of the Youth Voters Podcast. Happy Inauguration Day. Make sure you watch the festivities today. If you're watching this a couple days later, make sure you go back and watch some of the best bits. Um, you know, this is a day for all of our country to move on and say, this is our president. Like him or not, he's our president. Now, whether you voted for him or not, I want to be very clear here. You still are in charge of your own checking the president. Just because you voted for Biden or you didn't doesn't mean that you just, it doesn't mean that he's never going to do something wrong. He'll do something wrong. They all do. And you got to speak out. You know, the reason why we've, you know, I mean, Trump is a godlike figure to some people. And that just blows my mind because no one will even go against him. You have to go against the president all the time because we have to keep a check on the president, right? If we keep a check, if we speak out and say, hey, you know, I liked you, I voted for you, but that was wrong. I didn't agree with that. Don't do that. Or, hey, I voted for you and I liked you and that was good. You know, do that. We have to keep that conversation going because if we don't, if we don't keep it going both ways, then presidents become these godlike figures and people storm our capital like idiots. So don't do that. In these next four years, I want to encourage you, make sure that you're speaking out against what Biden does too, you know. If if you have if he does something you disagree with, then say it. You know, say, "Hey, I voted for Biden, but I disagree with this." Okay. That is what your right is through the First Amendment. And I think that that is needed because we have seen this ability for leaders to just become gods to his followers, and that's not ex at all what we need in this country. That's not what we should have in this country. So make sure you speak out. In these next four years, don't be afraid to speak out on something that you might, even though you might like Biden and even though you might vote for him, he's going to make a mistake. He's going to do something you don't agree with. He's going to do something... I mean, it's the government. They do something malarkey every day. So if you see something, say something. Don't be afraid to post out because I think that it shows all of our country and it shows that the Trump supporters that, hey, you can have a president and vote for him and like him and not be and he not be a God to you. Now, I'm a Christian personally. I believe there's only one God and it is sure as heck not Trump. So, uh what your thoughts on that are, you know, you can keep that by yourself. Thank you so much for joining me. Tune in for the second episode coming soon of the Youth Voters Podcast. And do not forget to stay informed, engaged, and involved. Thank you so much. See you later. Electronic.